Hello, and welcome to In the Limelight, Vanity Fair's entertainment and pop culture podcast. I'm Josh Duboff, Vanity Fair's senior writer, and I'm here with Julie Miller, Vanity Fair's senior Hollywood writer. On In the Limelight, we analyze the ins and outs of pop culture, entertainment, and celebrity from the past week, from the Kardashians to Kate Middleton and everything in between. So the royal baby is here. We have so much to discuss. I feel like in this time period, we're recording this on, is it Wednesday now, Julie? I've lost track of time and space. Um, the We probably could have done eight different emergency episodes within <laughs> this period of time from Monday to Wednesday. There's been so much that's happened. I'm actually in San Francisco while Julie's in LA. So we're, so, we're on the same time zone, which makes me feel sort of comforted but also still separated by many miles. So it's also still sad. It's a little bittersweet. I know. know. It's almost worse because we're (laughs) so close, but actually not in the same physical location. So I don't like that. Yet so far away. Uh, So the baby, the baby was born on Monday. Josh and I wanted to wait until we had the name because we knew we'd have to do another emergency podcast. Um, Harry did a perfectly charming little photo call and interview with reporters on Monday in front of a stable at Windsor in front of some horses. Yeah. Saying that, he was very excited. I feel as if that was the most interesting choice of this whole the way that the way everything's rolled out and we're gonna get into each part of it. But the kind of impromptu press conference he did in front of the stables, I feel as if that stands out to me the most so far in that it felt Maybe it was the least, it was most natural, which I preferred. But I have been at, at Windsor and it's just all park and trees, yeah. miles and upon where, miles of greenery and trees. So. And if we, we always like to talk about our imaginary Olivia Pope who's orchestrating these kind of things. <laughs> I just want to know all the PR people I assume are involved here, how the kind of official decision was made that this stable area was going to be the best place to put up the camera for Harry. It seemed so rant. It seemed as if, uh, you know, sometimes when you see a celebrity filming like an iPhone video for a birthday or a tribute at an awards show, it felt, it felt so arbitrary that he was doing it in front of the stables. I kind of loved it though. Right. I mean, I any horses in the background, I'll take any animals. I know people were looking into, I forget exactly though, so much, you guys have sent us the best stuff, but people are trying to read into the horses to figure out the name, right? Because there was right. some sort of nameplate that said, was it gray or something next right. to the horses? Or John maybe was also there. People were doing some deep dives into Megan's like TIG posts to see if she had ever mentioned gray, thinking it might be a possibility. I feel as if we, I can't remember if we were on the record, but we both felt it was going to be a girl, right? I think we were both... We absolutely (laughs) felt. We devoted our entire last episode to To the the name Allegra. I know. Uh, I love that um, we spent a whole episode talking about a hypothetical (laughs) that ended up being basically completely irrelevant. Um, But I, I want to say, though, that my sister Grace, somehow, she anticipated that because everyone thought it was going to be a girl, she would put her money... Right. Uh, Also, I thought it was interesting that... Harry uh, 
well, two things. One, I love that Harry acknowledged the horses at the end of the video. Did you see that? No. What did he say? He kind of, he thanked the press retinue that had lined up and then, or whoever was there interviewing him. And then he turned around and said, thanks guys to the horses. Oh my gosh. That made I the love whole that setup you just dropped the word me. retinue. <laughs> Uh, and then, but also, I I sort of thought it was interesting that he was out solo for the first kind of news cycle around all of this. It sort of gave him this chance to, um, I don't know, exert his princeliness. I feel as if it was sort of unusual that it was both of, oh, that it was solo, right? I feel like we've always seen in the past William and Kate come out together. Right. Some people were thinking that it was to give Megan some rest. Oh, which yeah, is that a, makes sense. A lovely theory. But other people had like a darker theory that uh, palace kind of advisors didn't want Megan to upstage Harry. So they kind of let Harry share the news, have his moment. Well, it definitely uh, was an interesting corollary to the, well, we're going to get to what happened today when they came out and Harry held the baby the whole time. I thought that was also interesting. Yes, just to loop back, I hope Harry does every future interview in front of those horses. Those could be a backdrop. This could be like a And you know how bit. Jimmy Kimmel has that thing where he always says at the end of his episodes, um, we didn't have time for Matt Damon. Or, or like oh. when a talk show host has a slogan like that that right. they sign off with, I kind of hope Harry just always turns and says, thanks, guys, to the horses <laughs> at the end of his speeches. Um, oh. Okay, let's talk about what we found out today, though. So the name, I feel as if everyone listening to this knows this already, but I feel like we should just still make it dramatic. Julie, do you want to <gasps> do the honors? Drum roll, please. The name is Archie Harrison Mountbatten Windsor. If this was your first time hearing that name, I love the circumstances. I don't know how Call, you pulled it off. Leave us a voicemail if that was your first time hearing the name because I want to know how you were able to navigate society until now to not have found it out. Though actually, maybe it's not as hard as I think to do that. So the couple showed off their son Wednesday morning. They did a very brief interview with, for the first time ever, there was a U.S. outlet presence, CBS. Um, shout out to Gail King. A hundred percent, that is a Gail King-related hookup. That, that's like the definition of laying the groundwork for a professional deal kind of thing. I know. She needs to give some sort of seminar. So I guess the British outlets were a little bit miffed mm -hmm. that they had to make space for CBS. But they came out, Meghan and Harry, I guess their handlers said the press could only ask three questions. But they were in lovely spirits, just overjoyed. The affection, adoration for this baby was clear. Um, they said it's been magic. I think that was Meghan's line with the baby. Josh, do you have any other takeaways here? I thought they seemed sweet. It was, you know, I feel as if Harry, when he did his um, kind of little press conference on Monday and then the one today, I thought they seemed maybe more, uh, I feel like William and Kate, it was always so formal when they came out of the hospital. This felt loose and kind of sweet. I was into it. Right, right. As loose as it can be. Like I liked how Megan setting. even mentioned... I forget exactly how she said it, but they said something about introducing Archie to their family. It sounds funny to even say it just in context. I know. I haven't used it I've like never that spoken about an Archie. Do you know. know an Archie? Especially when you're talking about the royals, something about saying Archie just is amusing. Um, but I guess we'll get used to it very quickly. 
I think Megan said something though to the effect, what was it, Julie? It was um uh we ran into the Duke on the way in or something like right. that. It was almost like dropping something that I feel like wasn't necessarily in the script, but she just was noting that they had run into Prince Philip, I guess, in the hall or something, coming down to set this up. And I thought that was kind of casual and nice. Um, right. Maybe also, I think, Julie, you mentioned this in our Instagram story or, or posted it somewhere, but was it the New York Times who wrote about when they asked to see the baby closer? I thought yes. that was such a funny moment because also the reporters, I mean, I do not envy. I like, what do you even ask in this scenario? Um, it must be so high stress. I can't even imagine, basically. You and I would have been <laughs> wheeled out of there. <laughs> <laughs> on some sort of gurney. We wouldn't have 100%. even gotten out that first question. <laughs> I mean, I think, but so I, I don't, but someone asked something like, what was it? Can we get a closer look or something like that? Right. And Harry does not, he barely even moves. He, he kind of, <laughs> he does the slightest of minuscule angle shifts with the right. baby. Um which I just thought was funny because obviously he's not going to give a full on. He's not going to, you know, Lion King it and hold the baby up for the cameras. <laughs> though I would have loved that. Um, wait, should we talk more about the name though? Because I feel yes. So the name wasn't announced. They oh, were right. asked Sorry, about I'm doing the name. This out of order. Right. They said that they were still working on it. Um, and then a few hours later, this is another announcement made on the Sussex's Instagram page. The name was unveiled. Like, Megan is such a master planner that they were just going to tease out these little breadcrumbs. Mm-hmm. I also think it's interesting. So Harrison is the son of Harry reference. When I first woke up, I'm on the West Coast, which is why I was a little behind on the news. But I had so many texts that just said Archie. And I my first, so I, I put together that it was the name. But I assumed it was going to be short for Archibald. I right. kind of dig that it's not, though. That also feels like a very Megan Tig modern twist. But I think I didn't know this, but it, the brave and um, it's a it means brave and source of action, which I like. And I didn't realize that it was from German origin. And I kind of wonder. I saw someone maybe on Twitter. I'm like everything's blending together of who's saying what. That maybe he would be called Harry. Or that Harrison will end up being more what he's called, but that doesn't seem right to me. I just wonder, do you think Harry, how much say did Harry actually have? Do you think it was like a 50-50 negotiation here? Now that I've seen the name, I definitely do. I don't know why. Archie Harrison feels like something. I don't know. It's not it's not even super whimsical though. And also, I didn't know this either, but my friend was texting me about her husband's cousin who has the name Archie. Shout out to my really good college friend, Katie Allen, and I had looked up somewhere or seen in one of the write-ups that it's the 18th most popular name in the UK right now. Wow, so really? It's having, it's having a little bit of a comeback, and it's sort of one of these, I forget exactly how she put it, but it's like an old school sort of British name that's having a comeback. So that wow. feels a little bit... I feel like here it seems quirkier than maybe it is there. Does that right. make sense? Yeah, no, it totally makes sense. And no title, right? But I was a little confused by this. So he will, he, he will become Prince Archie, though, after when, Charles becomes king. Right. But he might choose not to be. Is that the idea? Right. Um, they have chosen... Harry and Meghan have chosen not to use courtesy titles. 
I guess I'm not surprised by that, given their low-key vibes. Low-key vibes. How do you think uh, the Queen and Prince Philip handled the Archie unveiling? We saw an adorable photo of the Queen and Philip fawning over Archie. I think they like it. I think they like it, but Philip has definitely been known for kind of making some very gruff statements. I can see him maybe walking away and saying something about how he didn't understand the name. I'm trying to imagine, and I'm not going to try it now, how how you, Archie sounds with a British accent. Right, we need Archie. to hear. It's it just it's kind of throwing me. Also, I have to admit, this is stupid, but one of my first thoughts was the Archie comics because also right. Archie has red hair. Oh, interesting. Well, Riverdale has been all, all over, over this. it. Yeah. <laughs> Riverdale's not letting this go by without some <laughs> promo action. Um, and then, wait, also, I mean, there's so much to get into, but also the fact that, I mean, so many of you guys sent us this. We devoted an episode to it maybe a month or two ago or in January, whenever it was. Uh, Prince George made a... Co- we, I guess it was... A, the Sun did a report at the time, something about Kate Middleton taking him out for a walk or something, and he told apparently told someone that he was called Archie. Right, a passerby played oh, it Oh, sorry, really- Carol Middleton, not Kate. A passerby played it really cool, acting as though she had no idea who Prince George was and asked what his name was, and he said, Archie. Now, shout out to all the fans who immediately, within seconds, I would say, kind of flooded our Instagram inbox with callbacks to this very episode Mm -hmm. before I had even put it together. Josh, do you think that George's nickname is actually Archie. How did he, is he a psychic? I, (laughs) here's what I don't agree with. I'll start there. I don't think someone posited that maybe Megan and Harry have been talking about this name for a while and that George somehow picked it up, but I don't think that they would have known back in January and that it that, that seems like too tenuous of a chain of events. Especially given the fracture between the relationship. Mm. How often was yeah. George even seen? I just feel them? like it wouldn't be out there and they wouldn't have told George. I don't know. It's a mystery. One in the Limelight follower speculated that George wasn't actually saying Archie. He was saying, I'm called RG. Thinking in... that maybe his preschool classmates oh. nicknamed him RG as in Royal George, which I kind of like. Royal George, I'm into it. <laughs> I um, would read that children's book. I mean, I remember even when we were talked about this initially, we wondered if someone had just, it was like a one of those game of telephones that's gone wrong, that maybe he had said something totally different and that this person, you know, <laughs> it, that it just had gotten so warped through the different people telling other people about the a Prince George run-in. But, right, the- or maybe somehow it was his nickname and Megan and Harry always thought that was really cute. I don't know, that doesn't feel... I don't think so, I don't think so. Right. I need a follow-up, though. I need one of these people that at a walkabout is such a good investigative reporter and will grill Kate and William. I need one of them to ask. Well, wait, Josh, do you think it wasn't Megan wanting to draw out this news line like as long as she could? Do you think it's that they knew there would be so many follow-up questions about Archie? That's why they chose not to disclose it? 
during the meeting with press? Probably not. I would have loved that if someone had shouted out the follow-up question. <laughs> Wasn't that Prince George's nickname? Oh, yes. Um, I think there will definitely be some follow-up, though, right? Right. Maybe not, of... though. What, what kind of follow-up? You have the royal reporting isn't necessarily like that's not the kind of thing for like Kim Kardashian. She's always going to get follow ups about a name kind of, but I feel like they're not going to. Right. I also loved Camilla finding out about this, oh. um, because her reaction was so muted and funny to me. It was that like someone tweeted the photo of a reporter where I guess she hadn't seen the photo yet, and she goes, thank you for showing this to me. Right. I think she was in Germany doing some walkabout, and this photographer, like, flipped over his camera to show her the photo that he had taken, or someone in his pool had taken of Harry and Meghan holding their baby. Right. Really not much of a reaction. She said, thank you for showing this to me. Why don't you show this to the boss? I guess meaning Charles, right? Oh, I love Camilla's banter. I know. And then someone handed Camilla this huge teddy bear that, like, Camilla would not be caught dead actually holding in public. And it's wearing, like, a little T-shirt that says Baby Sussex. Oh, my God. And I guess she said, as soon as we return, I will deliver it to them direct from Germany. I'm sure they'll be thrilled. But looking at this teddy bear, I'm wondering, was that just Camilla Shade? Like, was she just saying that? Like, what, you think I'm actually going to take this straight to them? I'm sure it was. she was being, like, nice and genuine. No, I mean, it's, it's definitely funny to imagine just all these people having to always... I feel like we would not last a minute of like not you can't you have to just put on that poker face. <laughs> oh my gosh, we I have been told I have no poker <laughs> Me face. Me too. Yes. That's, that's why we get along so well. But <laughs> I feel as if like the way you have to kind of pretend every gift is like the most beautiful thing you've ever seen. Every oh wish my. is like I just couldn't do. I physically couldn't do it. That's the only I, reason I couldn't be a royal. Everything else would be perfect. Oh my um, gosh, I actually now want to throw you a surprise birthday party and make you open up the presents in front of... Oh my gosh. <laughs> Do you think William and Kate heard the name before the announcement or do you think they found out when that Instagram Ooh, post went up? That would be such a burn if they had to find out on Instagram. They, they must have they found, found, found out. They must have found out. I wonder if there's a group text that goes around. Well, even if it was just for from someone who works from, for Harry and Meghan. But Kate mm. and William were out yesterday. They were asked about the baby news. William said, obviously thrilled, absolutely thrilled, and obviously looking forward to seeing them in the next few days when things have quieted down. I'm very pleased and glad to welcome my own brother into the sleep deprivation society that is parenting. Wow, that's kind of some humor there. Right. I would also like to know how many hours William has actually logged, kind of staying up after hours with the baby. Maybe he's been very hands-on, and I'm just They were both cynical. a little sardonic yesterday, unexpectedly, because did you see really? Kate's comment? No. Some, well, first of all, they're doing, this is a side note, but apparently they were their event yesterday William and Kate were at was to announce that they're going to be in a boat race against each other. Did you see this? One, haven't they done that like a million yeah, times Yeah, I feel like before? they've done it a million times. <laughs> okay, maybe that's not that exciting, but somehow it just found it funny. Then, But no, but it, it is insane that that is the purpose of 
I don't know, it just was weird to me. But then, so then, the, so that's already the premise. And then I guess William said something, I'm going to completely bungle this, but it's something like, I'm very excited to be an uncle for the second time because I guess Pippa has a son. And oh, then right. he then said and kind of gestured at Kate and, and she'll be, and her for the second time too. And then she went, I'm not an uncle. Oh, wow, Kate, I love that. Yeah, or, like, or I hope I'm not an uncle or something like that. It was kind of funny. I want to see more of that sass. We don't get a lot of that from Kate at all. I know. I was I was thinking about that. She was wearing these kind of really unexpected, uh, wide-leg pants. Did you see those? Yeah, I'm totally this up right now. <laughs> Julie, they're almost bell-bottomy, I want to say. Oh, my God. <laughs> I just had tingles all over. I can't even imagine. You're going to be oh. surprised. I really think you are. <laughs> They're wide pictures. pants. Wide. By Kate standards, I should note that I want to temper your expectations somewhat. Oh, okay. Steps wow. out. A Google else. search has never been more dramatic. <laughs> okay, here we go. Oh, they take their intense rivalry to the sea is one headline. Josh, I want to stage, I want to have a press conference where we also announce. That we're going to race against each other. Wow, these pants. I love that Kate is getting outside her wheelhouse with both like sassy remarks and panting. Unexpected pants. <laughs> they are kind of unexpected, no? I, I didn't overdo that, did I? No, you absolutely, like this is her trying to step in getting as stylish as Megan is. Good mm -hmm. for her. Mm -hmm. High-waisted, have some buttons. They kind of look like a sailory. Oh, I guess I appropriate. Back to the Future. I like <laughs> Megan's white kind of structured, interesting outfit. Right. It's one of those... It was a double-breasted kind of vest. It confused me at first, yeah. Slash dress. I always see them at, like, Zara, and I don't know if I'm ready to pull it off yet. I you imagine are. Kate this should give you the confidence, Julie, that you are. Thank you, Josh. I needed that. I really needed that. Wow, I've um, never said anything with as much conviction as that. I know. Cut the cue me, like, throwing five of those into my shopping and, cart as soon as this is over. And the designer is a primarily, I read, a menswear designer, which is cool, and biracial. Um, so I feel like she definitely made a point of picking a designer people might not have been super familiar with. Right. Were you surprised by Megan's outfit? She had those heels on. I guess for some reason, why do I ever hope that royals aren't going to wear heels? It's because I hate wearing heels and I really hope someone oh, will make flats a trend. Was she, I didn't even notice she was wearing heels for today. Yes. Uh, that is kind of, I feel like that would be stressful, right? You know, a few days after having a child. Right. God knows, though, we heard from Thomas... Oh, what did he say? Thomas rang up the sun and he actually offered like a very, he kind of kept it in check. Soon after the birth of his sixth grandchild was announced, Thomas exclusively told the son of his pride. I'm proud that my new grandson is born into the British royal family and I'm sure that he will grow up to serve the crown and the people of Britain with grace, dignity, and honor. Oh my God. God bless the child and I wish him health and happiness. 
and my congratulations to my lovely daughter, Duchess Meghan and Prince Harry. And God save the queen. Who do you think coached him through that statement? <laughs> I don't know. That is but a Ending with a God save the queen. I know. So he really kept it in check. But then his son, Megan's stepbrother, said that he hoped the child would encourage or inspire Megan to reach out to Tom. Right. Uh, Good luck with that. (laughs) I mean, I think at this point it's done. I don't think. If if it if in all the if in all the time since the wedding Thomas never got the invite, I don't think now Archie is going to be the reason. But maybe right. I'm wrong. Maybe I'm wrong. So Josh, what are you most expected to see in the coming weeks? Is there anything you're anticipating I want now that an we Archie have the baby? Louis play date, or I guess yes. Archie George, Archie Archie, if George goes by his nickname. Um, I, I want to see them all go, you know, those, sometimes we get those rare, this won't happen probably for a while, if ever, but you know, those are times when we get kind of those candid Kate photos where, where, where she'll take, she'll be in jeans and one of her, um, you know, striped shirts and she'll be with George and Charlotte. Striped shirts. That is just the best. Yes. Okay, go on. Because you, you know get, she you has get a full paparazzi photos of them or whatever you call them. And then I want to see Megan and Archie out with them, Megan and Kate sort of chatting on the sidelines while I guess they do their polo thing or whatever, William and Harry, and then we see all the kids hanging. I feel like that yes. would be so fun. Right. Um, what else am I excited for? I guess it's gonna be a while. Until he starts, I feel, I actually don't know this, but we're going to probably get the same sort of official photos on birthdays and that kind of thing, right? He'll have a christening. That Instagram is going to be hot, 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 I think. Hot content. (laughs) It's going to be good stuff. Also, we're definitely, I feel as if Megan, I could see her doing actually more than maybe we get with the Cambridges, the maybe more impromptu posts on the Instagram once she's out of her maternity leave and back on it. Yes, you know she's going to whip out her camera. She's going to try to yeah. counter Kate with her own photos. I'm looking forward to any details. Yeah, what, about are, you, what how, are you most excited about? The details about how Megan and Harry are taking to new parenting. Um, I'm mm. sure. I'm curious how long Dory is going to stay on. I wonder if there will be reports about like Harry getting up to help feed the baby. Oh, I'm I could sure see that. There will be reports about Megan's diet post-pregnancy. Um, yeah. I'll, I'll take any little detail I can get. Yeah. Also, if they do a tour, if people think they might do a tour of Africa later this year and bring Archie. Wow, even just in the course of this podcast, I'm getting more used to saying it in context. I wonder how traditional his life... I, like, they might move to L.A., I feel like there's so much mystery with Meghan and Harry because it's so not scripted in the way Kate and William's life is. Right. And I kind of could see Archie going in so many different... It could go in so many different directions. I do have to make a quick note. So many of you wrote us about Spencer. I'd really gotten behind the idea of Spencer as a Princess Diana tribute, but maybe they'll have another son named Spencer. I'm also excited to see how they dress Archie because I feel like Kate and William have really stuck with that whole conservative, like Peter Pan collar vibe. And I could see Harry and Meghan kind of letting Archie have a more casual Completely. I totally agree. 
Well, yeah. So, I, and let us know what you guys, you know, what questions, comments, thoughts, baby gifts. We have to send Theories. our baby. Julie and I are preparing our baby gift shipment to send out to Megan. I know. We have to get everything remonogrammed now that. Now, yeah, remonogrammed. And now we're going to have to do some sort of horse themed. Right. Something some, or other. Yeah, some I don't know what. Or so much. We'll figure it out. Yes, but we've been loving all your feedback. Please keep Instagramming us. Um, that's at In The Limelight Pod. All right, and we're going to do a quick pivot. Uh, I did not go to the Met Ball itself on Monday night, but I did get to go to some of the after parties. As ever, it's barely even worth it without Julie by my side. Uh, but I went to the Gucci party, uh, which was Gucci was the one of the official hosts this year. So they did the after party, and then I stopped by Boom Boom Room and ended it up and down. So it was kind of a wild trio of parties. Um, Julie, I know I texted you some of my highlights already, but to bounce around is always a little stressful. You and me have done that before because you really have to try to time out what you're gonna see. I feel like I got my best sightings at the Gucci party, which was the first one I went to. It was in a high school gym that had been repurposed kind of to go along with the camp theme. And it was kind of wild because you had to go down the these kind of steep bleachers to get down to the basketball court where the actual party was. So you can imagine everyone's in these insane heels and combat boots and wild. Everyone saw what everyone was, the wild stuff people were wearing to this party. And then you had to kind of come down the bleachers and they would have like hot model attendants who would help you, but still kind of harrowing. And I posted on my Instagram story uh, a video of Katy Perry and her hamburger outfit coming down the bleachers. She could barely get around as is. And then she was trying to come down these bleachers and it was a lot to handle. I just, it was a lot. And I thought she navigated it pretty well, considering I would imagine that's not exactly an ideal entrance way into a party. No. Um, but they got such great attendees. Katie was obviously there in her hamburger outfit. People were taking lots of photos. I would say she was kind of the main event in terms of people taking, wanting to get selfies and that sort of thing. And then Miley Cyrus and Liam Hemsworth were in a very unexpected, I thought, squad with Rami Malek and Demi Moore. Whoa, I kind of love that dynamic and want to know what the conversations were. They were all kind of following each other around. Demi and Miley were wearing, I think, the same designer. So maybe they were had bonded that night. But also they were in a, a movie together. I Googled oh. this. LOL, oh. it was called. Oh, right. I forgot about that movie. Had they changed? No, I don't think. I may have that wrong. Demi definitely hadn't. Rami Malek was leading them to the bar, though, and I was kind of just loving that as an unlikely squad. (laughs) Uh, Carly Kloss and Josh Kushner were with sort of a crew in the middle near the Olsen twins. I love seeing the Olsen twins out in the wild. Emma Stone was hanging out, and Julie, maybe you know the genesis of this friendship, BFFs with Carrie Mulligan. So they must have been in a movie. They must know each other from something. Um, Shy actresses? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> but they were, they were hanging. And Harry, St- oh, Harry Styles was kind of also a, a main event. People were definitely trying to come up to him. He had like people around him at all points. So it was a good crowd. You'd kind of would look around and see Skarsgård, Chris Rock, 
you know, it was sort of Richard Madden and um, Taron Edgerton who are going to be in that new Elton John movie together. Uh, so it was a fun crew, actually, at that party. And then I went to Boom Boom Room, which was hosted by Idris Elba and his new wife, Sabrina. And I think, think I timed it poorly because I saw on Instagram that it became a really kind of wild party if I had stayed longer, but I didn't. So I didn't see so many... I saw Michael B. Jordan, though, and I told him I liked his... Um, he had this little Kate backpack thing for his umbrella. Ooh. And I'd never really seen anything like it. It was very chic. So I said, oh, I'm really into your umbrella thing. And he was like, thanks so much, man. So that was my good <laughs> little Michael B. Jordan interaction. Love it. And then I ended it up and down, which was... So Rihanna didn't go to the Met Ball this year, which was kind of surprising to people. Usually she hosts this party at Up and Down. Uh, instead, this year it had a kind of interesting five-some co-hosting. Kim Kardashian, Serena Williams, Trevor Noah, Lala oh. Anthony, and Travis Scott. So they were all there, obviously, as the hosts. And then the Hadids and the Jenners... And I would say the highlight of that party was, this is probably only a highlight to me, but I thought it was funny that Elizabeth Debicki was like really getting like down on, in the club area. Uh, I love her, so I was excited to see her. And then um, also, oh, Jared Leto had his head. and That frightened me. And people were really trying to get near that and like, see if they could hold it. And they were being very coy and cautious about not letting anyone get the head in their arms. Man. So that was it. Julie, did you look at all the outfits? Did you have any favorites from the night or anything like that? I loved Elle Fanning's getup. She had like a vintage 70s Barbie vibe that I really liked. Really? Really? really I liked how people really went for the theme this year. It's always so fun when they do. Right. What time did you get home? Like 3.30. Oof. And then got up to fly to San Francisco. So just a oh. fun and normal <laughs> life trajectory as ever. But <laughs> send me, what an ending, getting existential. Um, send me any questions and thoughts. I want to know what people thought about Matt Gala. Yes, and Archie. And Archie. Matt and Archie, same day. I got a few people said this must have been your craziest day yet, and it may have been. I don't think I've even processed that yet. No, with Megan I think having it's the baby and Matt on the same day. A lot to take in. All right. So that does it for this week's episode. Uh, we love you guys. Thank you for everything. <laughs> like giving an Oscar acceptance each now out of nowhere. Uh, we really appreciate all the DMs and tips and comments. Yes, please remember to rate and review us on iTunes. You can also leave us a voicemail. The number is 347-790-0966. You can also reach out to us on Twitter at In the Limelight to further discuss anything entertainment-wise, not anything, anything. Who knows? Ask us whatever you want. <laughs> um, I am Jay Dubop. Our Instagram in the Limelight Pod, as Julie said. This episode was edited and produced by the wonderful Brett Fuchs. Thanks so much for joining us. We'll talk to you next week. And until then, no, no bad, bad energy. energy.